Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to Education in Daba with myself, Yos Irfan Abrams. And I'm standing in for my good friend Ridwan Ahmed. And I think Yasira has also forgotten that I can also present the show and that she could still assist me. But Brother Nasser says now uh, she's only here when uh, um, everybody else is here besides me. But uh, well, I've taken the opportunity again. Shukran for, for the opportunity in any case to um, stand in against once again for the Education in Daba show program is very close to my heart and um, uh, I think Ridwan and Yasser are doing a wonderful job and they do an even wonderful job when um, NASA is behind the, the technical side of things in any case well what are we going to be speaking about is um, we've got uh, pro the pro maths awards that's um, uh, taking place and we're going to find out from our very special guest um, what that is all about and then we got the blast from the past we've got some uh, well they're not so young anymore they were young before and uh, well if we reminisce back to 2010 when uh, South Africa hosted the uh, the 2010 World Cup um, we had the World Cup studio here at the Voice of the Cape and um, I think for that whole month we hosted some of the top um, uh, uh, for local football players likes of Bobby Solomons Idris Burton and and likes the Crowey family uh, we also had um, Adib Abrams and the likes coming in and sharing their um, uh, take on the various games that uh, took place but there were some young girls who sacrificed their time and um, they were the ones that made sure that the, the, the desserts were, were served on time and that uh, the guys were, were fed well. And, well, in many of their cases, it also shaped their lives in a way of what they are studying. And uh, we're going to find out five years on what they're currently doing. Um, it shaped them in various ways. And uh, we're going to find out how um, their lives have changed since 2010. But then also, one of my good friends who started the show with me, and if you think back many years, 2009, if I'm correct, it was... Um, uh, a, a good friend of mine, Kada Trigoning, that uh, started the show with me. And um, he is also going to be touching base with us. So we're basically reminiscing about the past and how the show, is, show has grown, alhamdulillah. And with all the information that Ridwan and um, Yasira shares with you. And then uh, Sheikh Shahid Iso also coming in, taking on a, a project that we also started with Islamic Education. And that series has just shaped this program in many ways and, in, in, and you know, make, made it, making it wonderful. One of the the most listened to programs on Voice of the Cape, and then, um, well, what's making the the news at the moment within the educational cir uh, circles? I think many people are uh, educators specifically are thinking when uh, the, uh, that extra 0.3 percent is going to be paid out. And um, uh, if you look at it, we've got I told you about the Pro Maths Awards, but um, lots of things happening. Winter classes um, that's taking place in various parts of the Western Cape. I know I'm uh, back at school tomorrow um, teaching English to um, my matriculants there's um, also the maths literacy um, uh, on, on, on the prospects of uh, an August article that was uh, that was written uh, to why people should or should not be doing maths literacy so um, lots happening in, in, in the world of, of education so um, what's going to be taking place right now is that we're going to be speaking to our first guest and our 
our first guest is um, the lady, the head of corporate social investment at Investec, and her name is Setlohani Mchidi, and we're going to be asking her what the Pro Maths um, Awards is all about, and um, maybe it is an opportunity for um, some of the educators to sit close and um, see if they form part of um, this this awards as well. So just quickly running through this evening's program, we've got... um the Pro Maths Awards that we're going to be, be chatting about. We're going to be speaking to three young ladies who, like I said, in 2010 graced us with their presence at the 2010 World Cup. And um, then Mr. Carter Trigoning will also be telling us how, since the time he started the Education in Daba program, where he finds himself at this point in time. Um, uh, I know NASA is trying frantically to get hold of uh, Ms. Setlohani Mchidi, the head of Corporate Social Investment at Invest and um, once we've got her online then we will be chatting to her about pro maths but um, uh, whilst we're doing that let me introduce um, our special guests uh, this evening and um, that is uh, first and foremostly uh, Zainab Sal. Zainab, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you doing this evening? I'm alhamdulillah. Yes, I did. So I take it uh, Ramadan is going well then. Yes, it is. Alhamdulillah. Then we've got um, Shakira Arifdin. Shakira, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shakira, you still got a piece of Dalchi. That's on the side of you. It must have been so liquor. Um, and then I'm going to ask um, Zainab. Uh, I don't actually recognize her at this point in time. Um, I, it seems like uh, like Lindsay. Is, is that Lindsay? Yes, it is. Okay, Lindsay, good evening. How are you doing? I'm good, sir. you? I can't complain. At least she hasn't forgotten one thing that is still, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and that's very important. Once they remember that, that's all good. That's all good, inshallah. So let's start with um, Zainab. Zainab, do you, does it still bring back memories that um, 2010 World Cup? I think um, what first stood out was um, at that time when uh, Mishkan Shana says, no, we need to change this room. to stuff, And it was um, pasting up um, some of the posters that the kids had made at school. Does 2010 still, still ring a bell to you? Yes, it does. That pasting all the posters, <laughs> God, that was a mission because we had to take everything down again and then put it back up. So it does bring a lot of memories back. And um, at the time you were in grade, do you remember? Ten. Tonight, and you were thinking, why is my sir bringing us out here? <laughs> and um, you were part of a very special club. Tell us about that, that club that um, made you actually be part of the 2010 World Cup year at uh, the VOC Studios. It was the the social club? Yes, the social club at school. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the social club that you were involved with at, uh, at Rockland's Eye. Okay, so you were a big part of that social club. That was my brother. <laughs> <laughs> so you were a big part. And it was just basically a lot of students of school, um, different um, grades, yeah. that, came in, that came together, say, every... Mm-hmm. Um, in the week, like two days in the week for meetings and stuff, and we took part in various um, projects. What, yeah. what, what was what were the ones that actually stood out for you? Um, it was the eat and treats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where yeah. you used to play games with the people and sing that song. <laughs> no, no, tell the people the truth. It eat and treats because that tapuwe bucket that you used to bring with <laughs> <laughs> always, <laughs> always went always went back home full. 
But um, it was the eat and treats. I think the two oceans marathon. Yes, that was that was fun. Yeah. The two ocean marathon used to wake up. Okay, sleep at school. Yeah. Don't sleep at all. Yeah. <laughs> and then leave school about half past four. Yeah. And then going to your venue in the cold. Yeah. And cold. having all four seasons in one day. <laughs> And, and if you, wait, wait, wait. And if you mentioned on the... <laughs> I was just about to. The no. fun part was when it was storming. Yeah. And Mr. Irfan Abrams <laughs> comes running down. Guys, guys, you're the next runners. And the next thing we see is laying under the table. That was the fun part of I it I didn't all. see the cat eye, okay? <laughs> and at that time, I wasn't running at all. But... Um, We'll get back to you on that <laughs> one over there. But there were others that, that was there. But um, Shakira, um, some of your high school experiences getting involved with um, the social club and uh, being at an, an educational program, people, uh, you know, usually you just tap into maths and science and geography and all that. But I bet um, the social club also shaped you in many ways as to where you find yourself now. But what, firstly, what was the things that you enjoyed most about the, the social club? I enjoyed all the voluntary work, um, but most of all, friends were made there, mm-hmm. and I'm like I feel like that's friends for life. Yeah. The events were such fun. We saw Mr. Abrams dancing the funky duck. <laughs> that was the funniest experience ever. Guys, the invitation this evening was not to get back at me in any way. <laughs> we were we supposed to encourage the other youth out there to say to get involved in social programs over there. But this is this is the payback that you get. And uh, an SMS that that, uh, that has just come in. I bet it's Yasira. I know it's Yasira. Ma Fridwan, it, it 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 isn't no it, it's not point six percent if I'm if I'm correct. But um yeah Ramadan Mubarak and Ramadan Karim. Oh he's a client travel nasa um just block any other further email <laughs> SMSs that come in from the but um, while Shakira gathers the gathers thoughts and um, Lindsay that we got to find that which is a strange character <laughs> she oh my word if it's difficult to, to serve a, veg, a vegetarian food <laughs> Lindsay is, is something beyond a vegetarian but we're going to go for ads and when we come back we'll be chatting to Shakira uh, Zainab and Lindsay Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the Education in Taba program with myself, Yos Irfan Abram, standing in for Rido One and Yasira Adonis. Now, uh, the SMS lines, if you want to send me an SMS, 47913 is the number. 47913. If you were a guest um, at the VOC studios when the 2010 World Cup took place, um, give me a call, 021 442 if you uh, still want to reminisce about your 2010 experience, share it with us this evening because it was um, a learning experience for many of us to stage one of the biggest sporting events in, in the world. But um, coming back to Shakira, Shakira, we were talking about the, the social club and what you um, enjoyed most. Did you ever uh, think that you would be part of such a type of club at a school um, or, or were you more um, active in other sporting activities? What what was it that um, that made you want to join the social club? Um, I wasn't part of any sporting activities. Okay. Um, but at first you would think that the social club is just like, 
um, something for people to go socializing or whatever, but you never, like, until you were with them, you wouldn't understand the true purpose of it. Mm. And it was very, like, for me, it was, it was something extraordinary. Yeah. Like you. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, it was just something to broaden what you see in life mm. and, like, how you see things in life to broaden your perspectives. Mm-hmm. And like, that's something that I will always cherish. Mm-hmm. Now tell me, um, if you think about it, um, sometimes parents pressurize you for good grades and to make sure that you study. Um, would, you, would you advise parents to allow their children to be part of extramural activities and maybe what you saw the importance of how you balanced your 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 academic side of things and also being an education and a learning experience to be part of such a type of social club. I mean there are, there are other uh, examples of how uh, learners can be part of an extramural activity where they work within the community but did that play a major role in your um, in you completing your high school career? Yes, it did. I would definitely encourage parents to allow their children to be part of, especially clubs that do voluntary work and stuff. Um, parents should be able to um, help their children find the balance in school. And also they need to be self-disciplined mm. in order to balance your, your academics and being part of a club like that because some nights you'll come home late but mm. it's all for a good a, cause yeah. but at the end of the day it was always there that um, even though there were functions um, during the week or weekends that um, you know uh, your school came first and that you had to be responsible enough to, to and not use the, the the activity as an excuse not to do to do your work no I feel like all my friends or all the people in the social club we found that balance between the club and our academics because when it came to exam time we would study Mm. and when it came to being part of the social club we would give everything there now lindsay um i uh, i just want to bring lindsay in here and i know lindsay was thrown in a deep end in some uh, of the activities now um lindsay how do you make you feel you know at times the uh, the social club helped any organization that that came looking for help um i remember there was a wedding there were weddings that that they needed to be be seen to they were eating treats they were um just social activities where they needed help in in packing certain things and so but Lindsay, there were times that um there was specific eating treats but it was islamically um uh, there was a islamic um angle to it and being a non-muslim did this help you broaden your eyes and as to um the Islamic faith and to how they do things and has it helped you in today's um, uh, uh, life that you're finding yourself working now has it helped you in understanding and being more tolerant in today's society well yes it has because Mm. like at at the end of the day all of us has the same beliefs and stuff Mm -hmm. and uh, (sighs) if if you think about can you remember the one uh, I think it was an eating treat where um, I think Lindsay had to look after a rakam <laughs> and, we to, and, and, and we had to explain to Lindsay why it was important that the rakam needed to be, be looked. Can you remember that? Yeah. Uh, and she didn't know and, and, and it was a learning experience. And, but some other, um, did you find the benefits of, of the social club um, in, in being part of it? Did you find benefits then? Well, I found it very beneficial. Mm. And yeah, like 
Mana Muslims they go big, like really big. <laughs> In whatever they do. Yes, like really. Oh, and the titties that can be so difficult. <laughs> Some of us good, yeah. But but um, in your working environment that you're finding yourself now, um, it's not like you don't know. They they can't put one over you. You will know exactly where they, where no, they are. No, definitely. <laughs> okay, I want to come to Zainab now, and something interesting now, um, Zainab also. Um, I believe that um, your field of study that you find yourself in now is something similar to um, what, um, let's say, some of the elders and not necessarily only teachers would maybe have been in charge of and putting certain events together. What is it that you're studying now? I'm studying project management at Tamlin in Mobley. And um, do you think that... Um, being so long involved in an extramural at sees to community events that it's given you actually a heads up on the other learners in um, students in your same class who were never exposed to the actual practicalities of what project management is about okay because what you did was the field work and now you're doing the but how, how do you think the social clubs shaped you to an extent as to what you find yourself studying and doing now? It, it was a great benefit for me because, I mean, being in the social club, you work with a lot of people. So you meet a lot of people and different kinds of people. And for the field that I'm studying in, I need to be like, flexible yeah. in, in meeting different type of <laughs> yes. characters. And yeah. also with the work I'm doing, as events, it's also a big role in what mm. I'm studying, so it helped me a lot. Okay, and um, how do you encourage um, learners uh, who are thinking what to do? I mean, if it's not a teacher, it's a doctor or it's an engineer, whatever. But you went into project management. Why is it that you went into project? What attracted you to project management? It wasn't just the only course and I'm going to do that. What made you, um, and, uh, and tell us about some of the success stories that you've had thus far within your fledgling studying career, being uh, studying uh, project management. Okay, the social club helped me. Like I said, the social club was a big role. So I like working with people and that's why I chose project management. Mm -hmm. uh, and some of the projects that you guys have taken on yes. while studying already. Okay, so we had one Okay, not one, say two projects, which was the social, um, uh, um, the tuition marathon that we did with you, and then our own soup kitchen that we organized. And what was that all about? That was, we, it, was, it happened on the 9th of May, where we went out into Edifal, and then we gave the people soup and clothes for the winter. So mm. it was basically feeding the needy and giving them something warm to wear. But it wasn't just so simple because... You had no funding. <laughs> no. It's not like you no. got a budget and then yeah. you, had to, you had to source everything from scratch. From scratch, we um, asked for donations, sponsors from anyone. Like we threw up letters for specific people and then send it out to various places for sponsors. But because you knew how the social club worked, yeah. you knew the out which avenues to go. And how many people did you feed on the day or, or close on the day? It Any idea? Say about. Uh, there's no, Rafa, there's no amount because mm. they came in small bits, so we can't estimate really. Yeah. So it was about, say, about 
200, 200 yeah. people fantastic we're gonna go for ads and when we come back there's some sms's that have come in and um we'll read that out but shakra is going to tell us about how easy it was or how difficult it was for to fit into um the university um type of lifestyle and um having experience being part of a, a type of social club that made it easier and then we'll also speak to Kader trigoning and find out what he is up to nowadays inshallah the voice of the cape 91.3 FM Stereo Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the Education in Daba program. With a bit of a twist this evening, we're going back in time, 2010 exactly. Now, you guys really wouldn't want me to describe to the listeners what you look like then and what you look like now. No, that's not going to be, <laughs> I don't think that's good. That, that, that's going to go well over here. But we've got some um, some SMSs that have come in, and I think people are reminiscing um, to the um, SMS 1193. Um, salam, keep up the good work. Just a quick according to the PSCBC the council would have met on the 30th of June to discuss implementation of backdated monies do you perhaps know or have any any news when Mr. Trigoning comes on air um, he is involved with um, Satu and he will be telling us if there are if there's any news uh, about that some of the other SMS that, that, that have come in Salam sir trust that you are well I just wanted, want to say you were the one who introduced uh, myself to a group of kids at school to the two oceans marathon race I think if I remember correctly, we had the cleanest water station and you pointed out um, to us uh, the important runners like the Russian ladies. Yeah, they don't win the race anymore, but they were there. And uh, just to say those were the days. Assalamu alaikum. Exciting program. Really love it. And to Shakras in studio. Ah, you got a special admirer, Shakra, that have sent an SMS into you. Salam Irfan. Mashallah, you have a wonderful voice and a beautiful personality from Fatima and family. Assalamu alaikum. Exciting program. Love it. From Shakra from, uh, to Assalamu Shakra from Aisha Lehman that's listening in. So, um, if I remember Aisha Lehman, didn't she also come once to yes. to the 2010 yes. World Cup? Yes, that was part of it. So, she's remembering and reminiscing over there. But guys, we're also introducing um, some one of your ex-educators um, uh, and, um, well, we'll find out what he's up to nowadays. Uh, and uh, Principal of Pelican Park High, uh, Mr. Kader Trigoning. Mr. Trigoning, Assalamu Alaikum. Uh, alhamdulillah, I'm glad um, that um, uh, if I just let the listeners know that you're not busy running at the moment, you are sitting quietly down and um, uh, chatting to us doing this interview. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now we're reminiscing this evening not only with these wonderful um, students who find themselves uh, five years on from being grade 10 learners to where they are studying now. But um, if you remember correctly, uh, a year just before that, 2009, if I'm correct, education in Dabo was an idea that came up and um, uh, you so kindly uh, gave up your time to, to actually put down the roots of, of the show. Um, do you remember those days? What was going through your mind at the time? And where did you find yourself when you started the Education in Dava program? Yeah, I was, uh, I was very excited because um, I'm very passionate about education. At that time, I was uh, 
the principal at uh, Freeport High School. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, starting the program, we're very excited, you know, especially the research and the topics we, we discussed, etc. So it was a, a big platform that was set by you um, and, and the two of us, and, you know, tackling educational issues, etc. So, um, yeah, at that time I was um, still the headmaster at Seapon High School before I moved on to Pelican Park High School. Now, tell me, um, in, a, in a situation where one is given an opportunity to host a, a, a radio show, and I mean, we're all novices at the, at the time, one didn't really realize the, the magnitude of a program when you do go out and, and, you, and you host a program, like an educational program, how many educators we have. Um, when did it really strike you that... Um, you know, the research that you had done had to be done correctly because there were so many people listening. And how has it shaped you in a way to where you find yourself right now being um, uh, a headmaster at um, uh, Pelican Park High? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, after your first show and people started coming up to you saying that, um, so regarding listening to the show, etc., yeah. you realized, you know, immediately that it's not just, you know, sitting in the studio with two people and five people listening. I actually quite a, a bit of people, you know, listening, educators, um, qualified people, um, you know, that are listening to the show. So you must have a ducks in a row when you, you sit on a show like this. And, you know, information that you are giving must be, must be credible, it must be research, you must be able to be, be backed up, etc. So, um, Were you nervous? Exciting to me. Were you nervous? So, um, do, <laughs> Were you nervous for the first show, the second show? Uh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, you know. Um, very nervous because, you know, you get parents um, saying that they're looking forward to the show tonight or teachers or colleagues um, or ex-principals, you know, they're listening, they're uh, tuning in, etc. And uh, it puts you under a little bit of pressure, but also, you know, once you've done your research properly, etc., and you, like I said, you can back it up and, and, and substantiate, um, you know, it's all good, you know, uh, at the end of the day, yeah. Yeah, well, I know you. In, in, you still a, um, and, and remember at the time um, we we used to just get see the humorous side of things when uh, I had represented Neptosa and you were Satu and we said, okay, that's going to level the the playing fields of here. Uh, well, uh, somebody jumped the line. I'm not going to say which way, so, so uh, we're going to leave it at that. But I'm going to put you on the spot here because one of the SMSs that came through it said that um, the PSCBC, the council that um, uh, with the old uh, 0.6% and the debacle that went with that. Um, as a principal, any news or updates as to um, what had transpired at that meeting? Well, I had, uh, we had some feedback from our union, such uh, as the biggest union, um, that um, the agreement was uh, signed and uh, that, that, that was one, so the 0.6% will be paid into the, the teacher's uh, account uh, shortly. Um, so I think they've reached finality on that matter. Well, now, um, 0.6% by my calculations serve me, right? It's something like um, 42,000 something in other end for each educator or something? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which calculator you are using this. <laughs> but um, also just in, 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 in summing up before we go for, for, for ads, um, you, you moved from C-Point at the time, you find yourself at... Um, Pelican Park High now. Um, it, it, it one can say it's two different worlds, but 
where do you find yourself now as a, a head teacher in in in, in concluding um, is the passion still still there um, do you see yourself as still making that valuable contribution because I mean morale is quite low within the educational system what are you putting in place to make sure that your staff below you and yourself stay motivated to still try and give the best to those learners that um, walk in through those gates every single day yeah. Fortunately for me, uh, my, my passion is, is with education and the, uh, the, the fire is burning so very, very high in my heart. I must say that when I moved from Seapoint to Pelican Park the first three months, I, I missed Seapoint terribly, mm-hmm. but I think for the wrong reasons, you know. Um, yeah. Seapoint is a fantastic institution, but almost like they have a bottomless pot of money. If yeah. you wanted to change anything around, you could do it. And at Pelican Park, it was the opposite, you know. We were started to get in school fees, etc. But, um, you know, your picture was sort of blurry, and I would ask myself, why? Why did I make this decision coming here? And, and after you've, you, you've met with the learners and, and with the parents, you know, and, and the community, you realize that, you know, um, uh, I, would, I wouldn't exchange my position now to go back to Seaport, because Pelican Park, I think it's a fantastic school. Mm-hmm. We've got fantastic learners. We've got fantastic support based with parents. My biggest challenge at the school, I always say, is uh, not uh, with admin uh, running the school, etc. It's keeping my staff motivated. Correct. Every day we realize that they are in the classrooms, busy working at the dreams of, of these youngsters, etc. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so keeping them motivated, keeping their spirits, you know, high, and, uh, and that, that is my greatest challenge. But what's what's with our new staff coming in now, etc., and what a more experienced one. We've, we've got a nice blend at the school, and, you know, we, we sat down, uh, round table, and mm-hmm. we said, this is, what, what story do you tell parents? Why do you enroll your child at Pelican Park High School? So we've got really a story to tell now, and um, I must say, I, I, I'm in a... A good space? ...position <laughs> with, my, with my staff, with my school, with our learners, etc., and like I said, it, it, for me... Pelican Park, you for you, a lot of good things coming from us. I mean, I mean, inshallah. And on that note, um, Ramadan is going well with you, Mr. Trigoning. And like I said, keep that running spirit. And just quickly tell the listeners, on a more humorous note, what you weighed in 20, 2009 and uh, what, your, what your weight is now. Just tell them that's, that's massive encouragement, Mr. Trigoning. Quickly. No, no. It's in, uh, <laughs> about a year ago, I was on 112.6, and I'm standing now on 84 kilograms. Oh, I remember that last year, this time, before the fast, was during just before the June holidays, yep. and, and I've lost a tremendous amount of weight, and when I came back in term three, everybody saw they were looking at me, and came up to me, and said, you okay, is everything wrong with you, etc.? And, um, you know, just losing weight, you know, you need to look after your body, and healthy, and... I've done, like I said, two marathons. I've done an ultra marathon already. So um, I, I, I love every moment of it. And you just, inc- and you're just encouraging Shakira. She's saying she's next on that list to run that <laughs> ultra marathon. But absolutely. <laughs> if you think about Shakira last year, I couldn't run from one pole to the next without walking. Yeah. And like I said, I've done an ultra marathon of 56 kilometers. And you know, it is possible. Your mind said it is possible. And that's all because of education in Daba. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Mr. Trigoni, thank so much for your time. All the best. Um, enjoy the last two weeks of the holiday and also Ramadan. And, um, you know, spiritually, we try and, and, and enrich and, uh, ourselves. And, uh, inshallah, all the best to you and your family, inshallah, until we chat inshallah. again. Assalamu alaikum.
Mr. Trigoning and man, that's a story to be told and uh, I think is an inspiration to many of the educators. But in ending of Shakira, you find yourself at Stellenbosch University now. Um, how did the social aspect help you to blend in with uh, at Stellenbosch because the means of Prat was Afrikaans. Can you Afrikaans Prat Shakira? No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, you, you have 30 seconds to say what you need to say. <laughs> The social club really helped me um, in aspects of like be- being able to like speak to different people because these different cultures and at Stellenbosch and everyone thinks that it's predominantly Afrikaans but there's a lot of English people. It really helped me make amazing friends and I'm very thankful for that. Okay, we're going to go for our ad break and then it's the 10 o'clock news inshallah and then we'll give you time to greet inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the Education in Daba program with myself, Yos Irfan Abrams. And please don't, don't turn your dial. Don't, don't do anything. Um, it's still VOC 91.3 FM. It is the Education in Daba program. Yes, you are listening to a different voice. Um, Ridwan and Yasira, um, they're taking a well-deserved break at this point in time. And to the one, um, uh, SMS that have come in about the um, the 0.6 percent. Mr. Digoning has given you the information that um, they've come to an agreement and that the monies uh, should be w- should soon be paid over to the educators. When um, I cannot tell you um, uh, exactly right now, but um, I just quickly wanted to wrap up the the, the interview this evening with these three young young ladies. But Shakira, um, I do apologize that we had to break for the, the 10 o'clock news, but um, it's an institute that's riddled with um, lots of baggage especially from the apartheid times to where you find yourself now and um, I know you not uh, you are the younger generation might not have um, experienced what others and experience where you were forced to do your studies in Afrikaans and things have changed radically um, do you still get that sense of what had taken place before and where you find yourself now saying that you wouldn't were they, do people speak about it at, at university at Stellenbosch People definitely speak about it, especially now after the Roads Must Fall movement. So they are speaking about it. And even though I don't feel I don't feel the predominantly Afrikaans because all my classes are in English, there are still people that has classes in Afrikaans. Right, and then also um, something that uh, one could also say that um, you're one of the pioneers is that being a young Muslim Muslim lady um, staying on the hostel has that been tough for you? That's been really tough. Like I cook for myself and I have to be disciplined in order to stay there. Are there other Muslim young girls that are staying at on the hostels? Yes, there are. There's one amazing one. She's my Sunup Sisi. Yeah. Her name is Hadija Kamali and she encourages me all the time. We encourage each other. So it's really <laughs> nice <laughs> having she's my what? She's my Sunup Sisi. Because <laughs> I stay in Sunup Damas courses. Nasa, he's a problem, Isa. Now if imagine you must yeah, you they, they been and you stay in Sonop. Sonop Damascus. Um, but what if your room number is in Twenta? <laughs> no, no. 
Then I'm going to be worried. Hey, hey uh, I hope your mother made sure that that is not the number. That <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. Clarity, what is the number of your... Of your 304. Okay, no, alhamdulillah, it's a, it's a, sort, it's a sort of a thing. <laughs> so, but um, like you said, um, you're staying on the hostel away from home. Um, I know it's a, it was a tough decision for mom and dad to uh, must have made. But um, what have you done to, you know, just calm them down to say that one is responsible because being at university there's much more freedom being a young muslim girl um you know you're exposed to to so many um of the vices that there are there and 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 whatever happens at university how did you strengthen yourself to to cope with all all of that you're definitely exposed to so much stuff but at the end of the day you have to be motivated and you have to be self-disciplined like I study, like in my first year, I didn't study as hard as I'm studying now. And I give them results. I try to give my best. Mm. Um, and they meet, they meet my friends, so mm. they see like they're responsible as well. Mm. I just try to, I'm trying to do my best, trying to do my best at, at my academics mm. so I can um, achieve my goals. And you find yourself in your final year of studies? In my final and, year, and wh- what was it that you were studying? I'm studying international studies. International studies. So if I go to Seal Island in <laughs> I can, and I studied in National International Studies, in this out of the, of the no, <laughs> it's not international studies. So what what is international? International studies? studies is just another way of saying international relations. Um, you study foreign affairs and the global issues and the history thereof. So, with the intention of doing what when you finish and you qualify, inshallah? Um, maybe working in logistics, journalism, um, in government departments, social relations, or public relations. That is There's a lot of things. So, um, you know exactly what's happening in and around the world, the world at this point. And just quickly, uh, before I get to, to Lindsay as well, um, just tell me, is it quite... Uh, and up-to-date and hands-on, of course, in the sense of um, current activities that are taking place in, in the world. Um, do you guys touch on, on those type of issues? You always have to know what's going on in the world. You have to constantly be up-to-date with news. Being in a political science class with so much intelligent people, you have to be up-to-date. Mm-hmm. I know a shame, it, at least it could must be tough. Eh? <laughs> yeah, really, really tough. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, it is tough. <laughs> um, Lindsay, from, from your side, um, I think what's the, the difference between you and them, it's not that you never went into a field of study immediately, or did you? Well, yes, I did, but mm. I wasn't sure. Mm. I want, wanted to study BCom accounting, right. but I didn't want to go like waste three years, and then I'm not sure. I studied in bridging course instead. So I'm busy with my internship now in financial management. All right. And yeah, I mean accounts. You know now. Wh- You know why that is so interesting? Because um, learners from school they be pressurized. Um, they qualify to go and study at university. They're not sure. And they'd still go and study and then a year or two in and they say, oh, this is not for, for me. Has the bridging, bridging course helped you to see um, uh, or, or to figure out the direction in which you really would like to focus your studies? Well, I think like the bridging course has helped me. Like it is distinguished like with them. I am an introvert or extrovert. And mm-hmm. I think I fall more to the introvert side because I'm not good with speaking. <laughs> Just tell the people about your eating habits, then you'll decide an <laughs> introvert or extrovert. She doesn't eat um, meat. She doesn't eat chicken. 
and a fi- no, no, she doesn't like to chew. No, uh, uh, how do you, Nasa? How do you eat and you don't like to chew? Uh, so you like soup then? Uh, yeah, soup is nice, but <laughs> I prefer the pescatarian slip. rather. It's seafood. Pescatarian. Yes. And Not I, like pesca as in peach now. Yes, I hope you are listening because here's a word for you. Pescatarian. What is a pescatarian? It's seafood. Oh my goodness. I've learned something this evening. <laughs> a pescatarian. Yes, you have to write that one down for us this evening. But in wrapping up, because we're going to be speaking to um, Imam Adenan uh, Wickstrom um, from the Mu'alim um, at Ibadu Rahman Madrasa soon. So in wrapping up, um, ladies, uh, what, and I've learned quite a bit from you now, Lindsay, in that short space of time to say that um, you're doing a bridging course. So when does the actual study start now? Well, after this, um, I must do 18 months internship, yeah. and that's like just to get your practical experience, and then you qualify like as, but that's just a diploma, yeah. and then uh, like after that, I would go do my degree, and yeah. So you, your, your internship, you're going to do practically, but the intention yeah. is not to stay in the workplace, but to actually go out and study and, and get the degree. Yeah. Fantastic. And, and you think it's benefited you? Yes, it has in a lot of ways. Yeah, because you're going to have some money in your pocket <laughs> in any sense. That's why you're gonna, it's going to happen. Um, from your side, Zainab, I know you're getting involved with um, quite a number of things. And um, I know Zainab is also making plans. Um, yeah, take it to the next level, inshallah, within a young lady's uh, life. So, inshallah, mom and dad must be excited. But now, besides that, I'm only pulling your leg. Just uh, <laughs> tell me, um, how long is your studies and what? What um, what is it that you are hoping to to step into? What type of workplace are you hoping to to step into with your project management? Is it your own business you'd like to start, yes. or is it something that um, you you're going to be working for a, for a company? How many more years? Okay, so it's only a year course that I'm doing. So it's a, t- a certificate, yeah. and I'm done at the end of the year. And then from there, I'm going to into a project management institute where I'll be working and studying. Mashallah. So, um, yeah, so it's lovely. 2010, and here we are now. So, um, yeah, officially, as you utmost now, no? Yeah. Um, if looks say, looks now, I'm joking. Shakra, um, Words of encouragement to some of the younger ladies, and we're getting to that time of the year again, where, you know, the learners, grade 12, they're getting ready for the certain mock exams, getting closer to the, they're not sure what they want to study, if they're going to go and work or not. Um, can they remember what you were feeling at this time? But then also just to encouragement to say, encourage them to say that, uh, you need to just think wisely and, and make the decision that makes them feel most comfortable. I definitely say to work hard. Um, working hard is one of the most vital things in education. When I went to university, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I thought I would want to do BCom, and then I changed to international studies. So think about it first. I felt so much anxiety <laughs> going into this exam. But if I knew what I knew now, if I know now what I knew. If I knew then what I know now, <laughs> math, um, I would I would have studied so much harder because university is not a joke. Right. But they they can definitely do it with hard work. Inshallah, Miss Pescatarian, what do you want to tell us um, in in closing? 
nothing going to say. I'm going to give you a piece of fish when she's finished here, or maybe a, a shrimp or or, a, or something of, of, of that nature. But, um, ladies, it was wonderful chatting to you. Um, five years on, Alhamdulillah, I'm glad that you are still all in one piece and that smiles are still there because it's a month of giving. And, you know, if you don't have anything in financially to give, a smile is more than than, than what money can buy. So, um, shukran for being there. Shukran for always, uh, you know, leading the way and showing others how positively you can turn out. I think mom and dad can be proud of all of you. No shout-outs tonight. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, so they don't need anything. But if you're going to need that shoe or that special dookie, then I no shout out problem over there. So, shukran. Um, uh, oh, my word. I can't forget my name. Uh, I, I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, sorry, Zainab Sal and um, Shakira Ariftin and Lindsay. Thanks for coming in this evening. Um, all the best with your studies and uh, what lies ahead for you, inshallah. And let's hope 2010 can come around again very soon, inshallah, and uh, we can do something similar. But uh, it was a pleasure chatting to you and um, all the best and uh, safe home, inshallah. We're going to go for a quick break, Nasser, and when we come back, we're going to be speaking to uh, Imam Adnan Wickstrom, uh, an educator, Mu'alim at Ibadur Rahman Madrasa, inshallah.